Little Wing is now streaming on Paramount Plus. I'm in a period of emotional upheaval. Is that all the oh, I don't care crap? A little adventure. Where are you going? I'm gonna steal a bird from the Russian pigeon mafia. Let's do it. Goes a long way. <laughs> Starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Life can hurt, but life is sweet. Little Wing, rated PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. Now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Well, this is another uh, episode of Books of the Year, and Matt is here. Yes, I am. And yeah. uh, we've got our uh, legendary Q&A ready to go with a, a young up-and-coming writer <laughs> uh, who has his book out. It's called A Better Me. Uh, Gary Barlow is his name. Hello, Gary. Nice to meet you. Good morning. I'm nervous. It's my first interview. Is that right? It is. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> this. Okay. Yeah. you might wilt under the relentless pressure of our Q&A. Yes, I'm sweating slightly, <laughs> but continue. Okay, here we go. So, the last book... You really, really enjoyed. Uh, I read a book over the summer called "Why We Sleep." Okay. I can feel you already falling asleep <laughs> as I mention it. It was a fabulous read. Why? Uh, because I'm someone who, who's always, uh, you know, trying to find new tricks and better ways of living, and th- these these things always fascinate me. I know they always have an angle. They always have something to to hook it on, but. I just think that um, I've always believed in sleep because it's the one thing while I'm on tour, I know if I get enough sleep, I'll always be able to get out there and sing well and I never lose my voice. And and so this book intrigued me. A few doctor friends of mine had, had read it and s- suggested it, had read it and loved it. I think I read it twice, actually. Wow. Is, is there a book you remember being read to you as a child? Um, I remember the famous five. Oh, that comes up a lot. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. There was a lot of those. I loved them. Um, famous and, five, not Secret Seven. Uh, no, it was the fa- no, definitely the famous okay. five. Yeah, yeah. I think I think maybe a little bit later, Secret Seven. But um, um, I loved the adventurous sort of feeling of that. And you know, we we also lived in Cheshire, so we were sort of countryside ish. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, it felt like when I went out with my friends, we were the famous five as well. <laughs> so. Is there a book that got away? The book that you think should have been massive that actually wasn't. Do you know, ooh, it's a tricky one um, because I don't. I, I must. I must be honest. I don't really have my finger on the pulse of what's big or what isn't. And you know, I'm not one of those people that go and watch the biggest TV shows because everyone said to watch them. Um, so it's yeah, it's a tricky, tricky one to answer. I, I'm a big fan of Jeffrey Deaver, who I, I actually met in these studios once. He was yeah, on well, a show. One of the biggest selling authors. Yeah, mm. I've I've always loved his Lincoln Rhyme series. I think that character's brilliant, and um, I'm always surprised when I tell people about these books and they don't know about them. So this is probably going to be the answer to the next question, which is whose books do you own the most of? Is it, I think is it Jeffrey. I think so. Yeah, yeah. I think it's his, um, just because I think there's about. 20 of those mm. that series now um and i i'm also one of those things i've probably read all i need to read about him but every time one comes out i'm thinking well i've read the others so i need to read <laughs> that one now so yeah i mean i mean i do enjoy his books and it's quite kind of an easy read which is suits me and when you are reading where and when do you read the most 
uh, usually on planes, which I'm on frequently. Um, it's it's a good way of relaxing, I find. Um, for me, I'm always trying to search for things that that don't relate to music because that then I can relax. As with music, when I listen to it, I'm, I can't ever really not dissect it and think about it and and look at the skill of it. And as with books, I just read them and enjoy them. And when you finish reading them and you're stacking on your shelves, is there any rhyme or reason to your shelf? Do you do group them together by genre, by author, by colour, by anything at all? Sadly not. No, no, no. They, just, they just get put on the shelf. <laughs> And they stay there until we have a clear out. Yeah, like most people, I think. Yeah. I think I think that's the question. Most people go, why would you, <laughs> why would you organise your books by colour? Anyway, uh, do you remember the first book you bought with your own money? Yes, I do actually, and it and I bought it from. It, there was this there was this really clever thing that came out, and someone said the words Amazon to me. And it was in the time where it was only in the States and you could order a book and it would arrive by the post. <laughs> Imagine. And, and I bought this book um, and everyone said, don't put your credit card into the internet. You're going you're gonna to have it stolen. It was that time, you know, where we were still on dial-up. <laughs> and I ordered this book called Kalimsky Heights. And it was a fantastic read. Um, and it arrived by post by a man on a bike. <laughs> and it was amazing that I did. I hadn't had to go into a shop for it. What's it about? Uh, Kalimsky Heights is about... Uh, it's definitely fictional, um, but it's about um, uh, uh, a place in Russia uh, which, which not only cures blindness... You're going to love this book, actually, but the, the Americans take a... Can you believe it's actually featuring spies as well? Um, Americans take a satellite shot and there's two people talking to one another... And one of them is not human. Ooh. OK, all right. There's, there's, there's your pitch. Is there a book you've ever used to try to impress someone? A potential partner or something like that? <sighs> Ooh, that's a good one. Mm. No, I'm not, <laughs> no, I'm not that not intelligent. Shallow, no, 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 no. It's not the shallow. It's <laughs> not, I'm not that intelligent. Um, no, I don't think so. No. Is there a book you wish you'd written? That um, you finished it and thought, oh, I could... Yeah. Maybe you think more of... Maybe there's a song that you wish you'd written. Maybe you think more of it in terms of songwriting. I think so, yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't look at other authors and, you know, be, feel competitive as to when I hear a really good piece of music, it makes me really depressed because I didn't write it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, yeah, I, I actually appreciate... It's like with films and stuff. I love the, looking at the art or, or reading the art of a good author. Um, but, no, I don't compare myself. Gary Barlow's book is A Better Me and you can hear a full interview with Gary in our next Books of the Year.